just uh, listening to those uh, testimonies, it's good that people are um, growing, of course. Um, that's always um, a good uh, thing. But also, understand one thing, guys. You're going to make mistakes. It's You know why that's important? It's important that you know that, that you're going to make mistakes, and it's okay. God is okay with you making mistakes. This is why he's given us this provision of forgiveness and the ability to be able to apologize. Sometimes people won't receive it, but the most important thing is that God does receive it. So as long as you humble yourself, sorry, I made a mistake. That is good. The reason why that's important is because if you don't remember that, especially if you are a Christian and the other person is not, the enemy will use that against you. I am telling you, that is as obvious as if somebody breaks into your house and, they, and you're after them and they know that somewhere where there's a gun to think that that person wouldn't take and use it against you. Yes, they will. Just like the enemy will use that against you to get you boxed in. I, loads of guilt there as a weapon so it's important because if you understand that you don't get boxed in you really you don't get jammed up thing that you always have to remember when you make a mistake there's always a way out first humbling yourself and making it right with that person and even if that person oh no i don't want you to make it right you hurt me too much god takes that and scripture says for as much as it depends on you live at peace with all people so as long as you've done what you are supposed to do you're good so i'm going to talk about uh faith again here and i'm going to use uh the gospel of uh, of, of mark there's a lot of text here so i'm going to go through it very very quickly mark chapter 14 to 29 so this is when they come back to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and some scribes arguing with them immediately. When the entire crowd saw him, they were amazed and began running to greet him and asked, what are you discussing with them? And one of the crowd answered, teacher, I brought you my son possessed with a spirit which makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground. He foams at the mouth grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out and they could not do it. And he answered them and said, oh, unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. Why is that important? That is important because what Jesus is actually saying, you have the power to do this. There's no way would Jesus say that if they had not been given the power, right? They've been given the power to do this. There's a lot of times, right? Here's the key thing about faith, right? You have got to say this now. You have not a religion. A religion is is trusting in your own power to serve God. 
Here's what God wants from you. No, not for you to do anything. There are people who are involved, some people involved in every ministry in their church, even ministries that meet on the same day at the same time. <laughs> Beats me out to get that one. I'll just split themselves in two. But God does not want you to do anything for him. God wants you to trust in him. And we're going to do these prayers afterwards. And hopefully this is going to change your life. God wants you to trust in his power so he can do something through you. That's Christianity. Not you doing things for God, but for God to do things through you. This is the whole concept of being crucified in Christ, no longer living, but Christ living through you. This is what we have to understand. In fact, actually, see those people in the church who are doing everything for God in their own power, they're miserable. They are miserable. God wants you to do, to, God wants to do something through you. This is what we have to understand. And here's the thing, is when you know you're doing something for God, you have so much joy while you are doing it. So, <clears throat> gonna keep going. How long has this been? So verse 21, um, no, verse 20, I'm sorry. They brought the boy to him. When he saw immediately, the spirit threw him into a convulsion and falling to the ground, he, be, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. And he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood, it has often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible to him who believes. All things are possible to him who believes. Here's the thing, folks. This ministry, this thing that I'm doing is about the supernatural. Really, it's not about it's not about Sandy trusting in Sandy. It's about Sandy trusting in God. It's not about Robert trusting in Robert. It's about Robert trusting in God. I mean, Robert couldn't have healed mental illness. Anyway, the doctors could not. It's about Robert trusting in God. And look what he says. If you can, all things are possible to him who believes. Who what? Who believes in God? We spoke about on the radio, how God has dominion over sickness, over natural circumstances, right? Over Satan, right? He can. Jesus got upset with them. How long, how long now? You've seen many examples of me, and I have given you this power. I have given you this power. We have this power before you even set out to do anything for god ask god god i want you to do it through me i want you to do it through 
me before you set out to do anything. I want you to do it through me. I do not want to do it. I cannot do it. I want you to do it through me. And God tonight is going to help us with his faith. So if you can, sir, if you can believe, really, all things are possible to him who believes. Listen, immediately the voice father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief, really. I want to believe there. When Jesus said, uh, saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, you deaf and you spirit, I command you, come out of him. and Do not enter him again after crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions. It came out, and the boy became so much like a corpse that mostly is dead. But Jesus took him by, by the hand and raised him, and he got up. When he came into the house, his disciples began questioning privately, why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, this kind cannot come out by anything but prayer and so what does that mean here's the thing you have to be praying to make sure that your faith tank is full right you have to be praying to make sure that your faith tank is full and i'm not talking about as a i lay me down to sleep kind of prayers I am saying praying now dependence upon God. In fact, you are going to be praying from now on like your life depended on it. And if you have done this before, God is going to top this up to new levels. You know, when you pray, you know what prayer should do? A lot of people think that prayer is only, I only speak into God for what I need. Now, when you pray, here's also what should happen. Your heart should have a knowing when you pray. When you finish praying, there should be almost like this knowing in your heart that whatever's wrong in reality is going to be okay. We talked about not being anxious for anything, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request not unto God. So prayer should not be something that you just do and you get up and there's no difference. That's religion. That is religion because you're still trusting in yourself after this message people's lives should be different when you pray they should be annoying i do not care if they've said you have stage 10 cancer there should be a knowing it's gonna be okay i do not care how hot they heated up the fiery furnace there should be a knowing i do not care how many lions are in the den really you can be on the Serengeti. It doesn't matter. There's more lions on the Serengeti than anywhere else in the, in the world. It does not matter. You should know that everything is okay once you have prayed. Real faith 
is trusting in God that God's plan is the best, regardless of the outcome, it's still gonna be a good plan because it is God's plan. Real faith is not actually just trust in natural circumstances. You know how we are, are supposed to be living? We are supposed to be tapping into another world, the supernatural world, so that we have supernatural power to live in this world. Carolyn said something very powerful. We're seated up in heavenly places with Christ. Absolutely. But you've got to remember that. That has to be on the forefront of your mind. You have to remember that. Let me tell you something. None of our soldiers, some of our soldiers have some of the best training in the world, but none of them are any good if they forget where their weapons are, right? What good are soldiers forget where their weapons are? I mean, really think about it. What, what, what good is that? What kind of, kind of soldier would you be? It doesn't matter how powerful those weapons are if they forget where they are or they forget how to shoot them. What good is it? The enemy will beat them with, with pea shooters, really. And this is what we remember, what we forget, what we fail to remember is that we are seated up in heavenly places. Here's the thing, folks, that we gotta get out of. This is not just nice, motivating language. Just do it, like Nike. Yes, you can. No, this is that it's being done. All you have to do is believe it. You know something? You can change your life by just changing your prayer. Each time you pray, some you know you you can say god help my unbelief he did with this man he did with this man he did god help my unbelief until it gets to a point where you don't need help with unbelief really help my unbelief i remember years ago when i was a kid i started working out I went to, started going to the gym with my friend. Why was that? Because I needed a spot. You know how much weight you could lay and you want to, you want to struggle. I don't want to spot me. He needed someone to spot him. When you get experienced, you don't need any help with that weight. Once you now start seeing these things happen, this is why Jesus was, was upset with it. You've seen me do this kind of stuff. And so now someone comes, you should know who I am. Someone comes, wow, you are unbelieving generation after all of the things that you've seen, right? So right now it's help my unbelief. Lord God, I know you can, but it's okay. Help my unbelief. You know, you know what people have a tendency to do in church because of unbelief. You know what Satan gets people to do? He gets people to do more stuff in their own strengths to compensate for that unbelief. No, that's not what God wants you to do. God didn't just say to go on and go and carry some rocks or something. No, no, he did. Jesus didn't say that. He wanted to help their faith. What we're gonna do tonight is 
plug on where I have a deficit and where I have so-called praised you more, Lord God, with my lips to compensate for the deficit in my heart. Forgive me, Lord God, and give me the grace to truly trust in you. You cannot worship God in spirit and in truth if you do not trust in him. And he said that to Isaiah. It's Isaiah 29, verse 14. They praise me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. Meaning that their trust is far away from me. Sonny asked me a question yesterday, but but it's it's difficult when we're going through the natural stuff. Yeah, it's difficult because we don't really believe that God is there for us. I said, you don't really believe it, really. People tell you what they think they believe, but their actions show you what they really believe. And I'm telling you, this election cycle, please, folks, I do not care who you vote for. Don't trust in men, especially silly men. Really, that's going to take you away. Really, they cannot do anything for you. They need help. Don't let that take your faith away. Trust me on this one. Really, believe me, last thing I'm trying to do is get anybody elected, but I am trying to get people's heart not to be taken away by the enemy the enemy wants your heart and your trust in anything but god anything but god pinball soccer you name it i spoke to my son now he said oh dad i just finished watching uh uh, uh france uh uh get beat by uh argentina to soccer anything anything but this really Satan loves it. You busy in church in your own power, really. You doing this, you doing that, doing all of this stuff. Listen, those things are not wrong in church as long as they're not done in your power. They have to be done in the power of God. And you have people in church 50 years been doing all this and they haven't grown and they haven't really experienced this power. You're not going to experience it by doing things for God. You're going to experience it by letting God do things through you. And trust is necessary for that. And, and this is the supernatural, the supernatural. And when you walk in this supernatural, just as Mary Lou was talking about how she felt, and I know it was excruciating guilt. I know about that guilt. That took me to a place of trying to commit suicide. Really. I know the kind of, but when you're walking in the power of God, you immediately, time out, time out. You know how to turn it around. You know how to turn it around because now you're trusting and you're walking with God. It's not that you won't make mistakes but you'll be able to turn them around quickly you won't have the kind of distress and angst because i know those mistakes at the time you make them in your own power it feels like it's the worst thing in the world the worst thing in the world and you can't stop sobbing i know those kind of things but when you're walking in the power of god there's no such thing as the worst thing in the world you're not exposed to those 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 uh, um bombardment by the enemy 
really. You're not exposed to that kind of distress. You're not exposed to this. Look, we heard, we all heard the, the story of this dancer this week who had a smile on his face every time you saw it. You could see, I could just tell this man had a very, very gentle spirit. If you do not have this protection of God, I don't care how big your smile is. It does not matter. Who, had, who was a funny guy than Robin Williams? Look at him. Comedic genius. It does not matter. If your heart is not in the Lord, it means it is wide open. It's open for uh, to attack. It's exposed. But when it's in the Lord, I was telling someone the other day, we were talking about this guy, and I was saying one thing. I know that I could never say that I was living before. I could never, ever, 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 until I came to Christ, ever say I couldn't promise that I wouldn't commit suicide. I've never been able to say that in my life, ever. I know that sounds so sad. That sounds so, so, so sad. And here's the thing, you know what the saddest thing, I think about my life, it wasn't because of a lack of privilege. I had a guilty mother. She wasn't in my life, but she was always in the periphery of my life when I was in the fossil pit. So I was very privileged with stuff. I was exposed to things that my white counterparts were not exposed to. Going to Venice at 11, you name it. I had it. best education exposed. Every, it wasn't that. I've realized it doesn't matter about that stuff. Is what matters is what your heart is exposed to. That's what matters. That's what traumatizes you. It's the hurt. It does not matter. Lots of privileged people. I've counseled many of them over the years. And because their heart has not been protected, They've been traumatized. Really, Rolls Royces will not protect you from your heart trauma. They, it will not. It's only putting it in the hands of the Lord. That's the only way. And, and truly, truly trusting. Here's the thing as well, when you trust. Yeah, you are going to get hurt, as Mary Lou was talking about. Then there's also... Understand, she was talking about that she said some hurtful things. Well, there's times when we also hear hurtful things from other people too that can be scathing. Whoa, whoa, that can be really hurtful. And it's only when our heart is in the Lord. And that's why I'm saying this faith, a lot of people think, well, that, that's just to get stuff from the Lord. No, 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 no. When he says the that the just shall live by faith. That's also to be protected by the Lord. Your joy comes, your sense of well-being, right? When you are hurt is, is also what happens when, what happened to Mary when she said that thing. Oh, I know what the enemy did. You must not be a proper Christian. Oh, what a failure. What a, when you're, when you've truly, put trust 
in the law. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about people not being saved now. This is all about walking with the Lord daily. This is not questioning anybody's salvation. No, I'm not doing that. I'm talking about the depth of people's walk. When you do that, let me tell you, you don't get that distress. It's almost like a little reminder, hey, need to make amends. And even when people have said scathing words to you, you have the ability to be able to go to them and say, you must have been really hurt to say something like that. You can't do that in your own power. You can't. Our hearts are too arrogant, naturally. You have to have that humility of God because in that humility of God, trusting in God, when you're able to trust in God, you realize doing that, you have nothing to lose. When you're doing it in your own power and you, you make, you almost humble yourself that low without the power of God, it's almost like you feel stripped at the core of who you are. You know what people will say? Oh, I'm no doormat. I'm, but that's the pride. Now you're not a doormat when you, you're trusting in the Lord. You're having that same mind in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Christ, Christ didn't ever do anything wrong. He could not be, have been a substitution if he did. But he didn't say, oh, I'm no, no doormat. I'm not dying for these sinners. No, it's that power that you tap into. This is a supernatural life that serves you in everything that you don't stress. Here's what it does as well. When you do get into it, or there's somebody who says something, oh, I should have said something back. I should have said, that's the natural. The supernatural, I don't need to say anything back. That's the supernatural. And here is the thing. It's not, I don't need to say anything back. I'm wishing that you can't. No, it's having a peace that you didn't say anything back. Because when you need to get your own back or attack back, that is the natural. You don't need to get the last word in. Okay, so what? I'm wrong. Okay, so what? You know, there's people who days and days after a discussion, a heated discussion, are still overanalyzing it. I should have said that. I should have said that. That's the example of this natural inclination. Whereas when you've truly trusted in the Lord, once a situation is over, you can rest in that. You can rest in that. Sandy and I were talking about the rest of the Lord. You can rest in that. It's, oh, you know, three weeks ago when I had that, I, I know I should have said three weeks that this has been kind of really, really distressing you. And that's because of the lack of faith. So I want you to see that faith has a much bigger meaning. It's how you can rest at night. It's the things that don't bother you. These things will not, not bother you. And even many people, even when they do reconcile in the natural with someone, oh, I bet it's been talking about me. I bet this, I bet that. It's almost like it doesn't allow you to actually rest. But this living in this supernatural, because we are seated in heavenly places, which means now 
We don't have to live according to the dictates of this world. No, you don't have to retaliate. No, you don't have to get the last word in. And I'm not saying this that you're fuming or fuming. If you truly have faith, then you will have that rest. You will have that rest. Christ didn't need to come down off the cross. I'll show you guys who are who are you know disparaging me down he didn't need to he was able to say forgive them father they don't know what they're doing understand one thing that forgive them father they don't know what it god is not asking anybody to do that in their own power he's asking people to do that knowing that your heart is resting in his hands your heart is healed even before it gets hurt and that's one thing really that i have realized my listen my heart see my my biological she had no problem writing the check in fact i've never ever 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 in my life for my biological mother died asked her for anything which she said no but love that's like a trillion dollars. So my heart was always, always really needed st stitches. It was always bleeding profusely, always, always. But with this that I'm talking about is that your heart is always in God. So there's never, ever any heartbreak once your heart is in the hands of God. And this is true faith folks it's keeping your mood stable really that is true true faith do you know something you know one of the things with being healed from from bipolar being on meds for bipolar and never any good people they're not a guarantee of keeping anybody stable you get acclimated to meds i hear stories about people with me you need a healing and it's only the Lord that's kept my mind and my heart stable through faith. And I want more of that. There's more and more of that to get. And this guy, he wanted to believe in Christ. Yeah, I believe. No, help my unbelief. Right. They were, oh, this man, they were probably trying. I don't know how many times they tried, but the man said they tried to cast it. They couldn't. What is Jesus Jesus is actually saying, you're still trusting in self. Every day you wake up, I'm telling you this right now, make sure between you and your God, because it's very, very subtle. God, am I trusting in you or am I trusting in self? You know when your car, is going in the wrong direction a lot of people don't know when their hearts are going in the wrong direction because as i said it's very easy to camouflage it with doing stuff for god well i'm still going to church yeah i'm still doing this i'm taking the little old lady shopping i'm doing all of that i'm doing all of that it's very very easy but you can be doing all of that without faith it's the camouflage that the enemy 
users keep him busy, 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 busy. So we're going to do that right now. We're going to make sure that we are living supernaturally. Here's the first prayer point. Lord God, and be honest with God. There are people, you ask them about their faith. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got faith. This man wanted to do that in the first place. Oh, yeah, 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 glory to God. And all of that. No, we are going to be honest with God. And the first prayer is this. Lord God, help my unbelief, not just today, Lord God, on a day-by-day -day basis. Lord God, I do not, I no longer want to be busy for you without you. Without you. You need, you want God to be there. You know, Moses, oh, if you're not with me, I'm not going. Really, that's what we want. When David came to Goliath, he said, I come in the name of the Lord. He said, oh, I'm coming in my name, and I'll go and celebrate with the Lord later. No, I come in the name of the Lord. He didn't need to go with Saul on all the armies of Israel. He just needed to go with God. You know what? God whittled down Gideon's army from 30,000 to 300. Why? God was there. No, God, if you're not with me, I will not go. Lord God, Lord God, help my unbelief today, each and every day. Lord God, let me have an unbelief alarm, Lord God, that will go off, that will alert me when my heart is wandering from you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Lord God, Father, I pray that you will help my unbelief each and every day. An unbelief alarm, Lord God, that will go off, that will alert me when my heart is wandering. Father, Lord God, I want my heart to stay on you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. When he talks about keeping our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, because is talking about our hearts being on Jesus. Have this same mind in you that was also in Christ Jesus. But this is the way. But that question that Sandy asked, well, yeah, when we're going through things, it's because of unbelief. Because if you have got the supernatural, well, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what you're going through here naturally. I read off everything that Paul went through. Paul gave a list. I mean, all of those things that he went through, lashings, beating, stoning, you know, didn't even put bit by a snake in the, in the sea for over a day. You can't do all of that naturally. So it's, Lord God, give me the grace to not trust in myself anymore. I talked about Paul's, my grace is sufficient for you that God said, what essentially God did is giving this thorn in the flesh so that you would have to trust in God. Lord God, give me the grace not to trust in self, but to trust in you, Lord. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, I just thank you. Father, I praise you all in name. Give me the grace not to trust in self, Lord God, but to trust 
in you, Father, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. This is the last prayer point, and then I'll do the Karen Khan. We do a song. Lord God, let me live differently after tonight, Lord God. Let me live differently after tonight. Every message you listen to, it should change your life. If it doesn't, if it's just a pastor time, then it's just entertainment. No, it should be transforming. Really, it should be transforming. Lord God, let me live differently after tonight. Lord God, let this word change my outlook, Lord God. Change where I put my trust, Father, Lord God. Change how I live because of where I put my trust, Lord God and change the power I have for living in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We praise your holy name. We pray that you will give us the grace to live differently, Lord God, Jesus Christ. Change where we put our trust, Father, Lord God. Change how we live because of the new place we put our trust, Father, Lord God. Change the power we have for living on a day-to-day -day basis. Lord God, totally change our outlooks, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen. And the caring call, anyone who doesn't know the Lord, Father, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood, Lord God. You died on the cross to save me, Lord God. I accept your gracious offer, knowing you have given me the power to live a life of power, Lord God. And live and you are living your life through me father lord i just thank you i praise your holy name lord in jesus name amen amen okay.